Why do you need so little pee? Surely you want more pee. Please, Monroe. Please, Monroe. Please, Monroe. We're calling you. Pick up your phone. Please, Monroe. Please, Monroe. Please, Monroe. We're calling you. Pick up your phone. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Calling Monroe. I am the Lone Ranger, the Prone Stranger, the Grown. Oh my God, nothing rhymes with that. Help me with some rhymes. Help me with some sick rhymes. Happy birthday to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy birthday to you. Uh, uh, uh. Happy birthday, dear Monroe. <laughs> <laughs> How does the song go? Happy birthday to you. <laughs> like that? Yes. Uh, should we call Monroe on his... Oh, shit, it is our birthday. Yes. <laughs> it's our birthday. Let's call Monroe. Holy shit. <laughs> Let's fucking call Monroe. What's up, birthday boys? Hey, <laughs> happy birthday! Shit, happy I had forgotten. Birthday. I had genuinely forgotten until Gucci told me. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I already sang the whole song. Sing it again. Because <laughs> I just asked him for a rhyme and he started singing happy birthday. I thought that was just the order of <laughs> he the... He just dropped that damn tune. We are lucky. Actually, this is a good immediate topic. We are lucky because the birthday song wasn't copyright free or whatever for the longest time it's only recently that you can sing the copy the sing the happy birthday song without having to pay for it oh who owned it uh, that's a good question happy birthday. nobody knows jesus probably Do you want to know a weird dutch tradition whenever it's your birthday people mm. congratulate your partner and your parents and stuff so on mel's birthday you would say, oh, congratulations, Monroe. Or if you saw our parents, you'd be like, oh, congratulations, Serbi. Congratulations. Yeah, they do Diana. that in Iceland, yeah, too. Yeah, it's also done here. That is a weird, weird thing. Why? I don't know. Because I wasn't brought up with it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Warner Chapel Music, American music publishing company, had previously claimed copyright on the song in the U.S. and collected licensing fees for its use. In 2015, the copyright claim was declared invalid and Warner Chapel agreed to pay back 14 million pounds in licensing fees. Oof. Yeah, I'm going to put it out there that it's very unlikely they created the Happy Birthday song. So, the, the uh, let's see, the melody comes from the song Good Morning to All, which has traditionally been attributed to American sisters Patty and Mildred J. Hill in 1893, although the claim that the sisters composed the tune is disputed. Oh, Oh yeah, how long is it we've been singing happy birthday to each other then? Relatively recent. I mean, 1800s or whatever. Happy birthday to you. So it was registered, it was registered on in 1930-something, apparently. Okay. It is, according to the 1998 Guinness World Records, it is the most recognized song in the English language, followed by what? Uh, what word? Queen, we will rock you. Uh, no, what did you say, Gooch? I don't know. I didn't say anything. 
<laughs> the song is For He Is A Jolly Good Fellow. Yeah. Nice. I was kind of expecting to be a hymn, a Christian hymn or something. Mm, like Silent Night or something? Yeah. 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 I can see that. I can see that. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it's it's unverifiable, this most recognizable, whatever. What, like, who do you think is the most famous person in the world? Jesus. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> okay, but like, okay, who's the most famous living person? Trump. Is it Donald Trump? The Queen of England, potentially. The Queen of the UK, even. So I've always gravitated towards like sports figures, like Messi or Ronaldo, because even in like the poorest villages in South America and Africa and Asia and stuff, they know these boys. Hmm. They don't know Donald Trump. I, sure. the, the Queen is, because of the Commonwealth, she's pretty well known in a lot of niche places. Yeah, the Queen is a shout. The Queen is absolutely a shout. And she's on a lot of currency. Hmm. Yeah, her face is just everywhere. But like, would uh, would they be able to say what her name is? Would they be like, that's Queen Elizabeth II, didn't it? No, but they'd say Queenie, and they'd know you'd know who they meant. All right. But I see the I see the distinction there. They wouldn't be active fans in the same way they might be of. I remember cycling through a random village in Madagascar, and everyone had a different character of Arnold Schwarzenegger's painted on their door. Oh, what? That's weird. Yeah. He's a shout, though, for a very famous human, right? Yeah, yeah. Who's more famous, Arnold Schwarzenegger or Eminem? Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I think so. I'm not so sure. So Eminem was pretty famous back in the day, and he's still pretty famous. Like, most most of West the Western world knows him. Yeah, but Arnold Schwarzenegger has was Mr. Universe or whatever it was, bodybuilding champion, then big, big, big in films, and big in films for a mm. while, because Hercules is old. Yeah. And then carried on his film career and then became a governor of California and continued to be in the public eye for a long time. Yeah. All right. I can see. I mean, he's pretty famous. He's pretty famous. Yeah. Uh, is Vin Diesel the poor man's Arnold Schwarzenegger or is he just different? Vin, Vin Diesel is the poor man's Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, he is. And is Dwayne Johnson the poor man's Arnold Schwarzenegger? I don't know. I think... Dwayne Johnson is just today's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. I would say, I would actually say that Dwayne Johnson is the poor man's Vin Diesel, if I'm being perfectly honest. No. No. Yes. No way. Well, what do you mean, no way? First of all, Vin Diesel, was he, it, Vin Diesel was a movie thing before The Rock. Yeah. But was he famous before The Rock? Was he famous before The Rock? I don't know. Because The Rock was in the... Uh, wrestling thing. Yeah, let's see. The Rock was in uh, Scorpion. Let's not forget. Yeah. <laughs> I googled, was Vin Diesel famous before The Rock? <laughs> uh, so that apparently they had a feud. Oh. Is Dwayne Johnson more popular than Vin Diesel? Was asked on Quora in December 2017. <laughs> uh, and to Am Amrani, sorry, product manager, says, yep. So there you go. <laughs> According to him. <laughs> Glad we got that one sorted. Gucci actually has a topic for today. I do. What? I know. I have a serious question here. Hmm. Okay. I, I don't remember what it was. But that, no, no, no. I do. I do. I do. <laughs> so would you... I'm just going to read it. I wrote it somewhere. I was so clever to remember reading it, writing it. 
to remember it. While you're while you're reading and writing, The Rock uh, made his debut apparently in 1996, and Vin Diesel was in Saving Private Ryan in 1998. No way, Saving oh. Private Ryan 1998. Was that the Vin Diesel's first film? Was it? Apparently. Anyway, regale us with your tales, Gucci. So, Monroe, would you have planned to procreate mm-hmm. if sex was new, a neutral experience? Absolutely. And I would I would go further than that. And I would say that I would have planned, I still plan to procreate if sex was a bad experience. Are you sure? Yeah, because I want to have a family and having having a son will actually decrease the amount I procreate, I have no doubt. Having grown up personally in a uh, a birth-controlled universe, <laughs> which is what we grew up in, the, the two things are fundamentally disentangled for me. Yeah, definitely. Which, so, which one? Sex for pleasure and for procreation. Yes, like the, I know. So they're fundamentally different. So the, my choice is like Monroe's. My choice to have a child is fully, fully independent of any yeah. hedonistic. Wouldn't we go extinct? As a race? As, as a human being. No, because I think people if, if no one would don't feel, just want let's to say, have sex. They also want to have a family. Let's say if no one would fi- feel pleasure from it, it would only be a discomfort, a slight discomfort. <laughs> Not bad enough that people won't do it. It just is... So every child would have to be planned. No one would have a child by mistake. But that that is in many ways exactly what we have now, and and that's why yeah, but mo- that's like why now people are choosing to have why, an average of like one to two kids. Yeah, that is why we populations are, are dropping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in developed countries, populations are dropping for precisely yeah. that reason. So I'm saying, if this would happen to everyone on the planet, the same time, unplanned unplanned children would not exist. Every they relationship would, would. every relationship would be platonic and it would require a platonic relationship to have a child to make the decision, hey, let's do this that we do not like. This is statistics that you don't know. I know. <laughs> but this uh, is a so I this is I think I think that people would still have it. And there's two points that I have that Do you think up. we would not slowly echo extinct? No, I don't think so. We wouldn't slowly go extinct, first of all. Second of all, uh, people would still do it anyway because of like the, if only for peer pressure, people would continue doing it. Especially young people would continue doing it to be cool. Why? It's just like how people smoke and shit. Like, it's just like a thing that you do when you're an adolescent. Yeah, no, because you like smoking. You get stimulation from smoking. (laughs) If you talk to people that started smoking, most of them didn't like it in the beginning. I didn't like beer when I started drinking. Yeah, but that thing no, is, it, it, see, but the thing is, it becomes nice. The okay, thing is, I am saying this. that this slight discomfort will just be, it's not the thing anymore. It just becomes a neutral thing. Yeah, the people would it still do it. It doesn't make you happy. It doesn't make you sad. It just does nothing to you. There's plenty of those things that people do anyway for social reasons, I think. People would still do it. Absolutely. And people would, I, they would have, you would have the people that, uh, that choose to have a family and then you would have the people that just like do it just cause like you think people wouldn't get drunk and still have sex why would people just do it because no I don't think why it's a discomfort you're just gonna be like hey no let's just I think there's probably a lot of especially younger women that would say that it's not always the best for them yeah right isn't that we hear a lot and but like it's not just 
the physical aspect isn't the only thing that No, but the, my point is on average there would be much fewer children. Even if even if I put Ragnar's point aside, even if I put Ragnar's point aside about people maybe continuing to have sex anyway, which I, I'm I'm kind of skeptical about because if it was just something that just wasn't pleasant, then I think the culture of it could go away. Um, I still think that the population would just cut down dramatically, and yeah. then it would kind of stabilize at a much smaller, healthier level. Yeah, let's say it would drop significantly. Yeah, I I think that one of the best things we could do for climate change is to make contraceptive use global. Would you say that you are into eugenics? <laughs> and then <laughs> and then the thing is people stop taking them. Not if you put it in the drinking wall. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> this actually flows quite nicely onto another thing that I was going to chat about, which is something which so previously I've always felt that if I had to pick whether I would live in the past or the future, I'd always pick the future because technology is cooler and living in a time with better technology is just better. Mm. Um, mm. But I'm currently reading Guns, Germs, and Steel as we, as I'm still on How it, slow by the way. a reader I know, it takes you? me a while. I have like two or three books on the go, but uh, I mean, still, I, in fact, I'm not even reading it. It's an, it's an audio book. <laughs> um, anyway, in it, it's talking about the fact that basically whenever there is a technological development, all that happens as a result of that technological development is human populations expand. So nobody has to do really any less work and nobody has to, uh, people still struggle to get enough food and do all these sort of things because every time we just expand in population because based on the resources we have that up until very recently defined the size of the population that we could actually tolerate within a given geographical space. So when like they first created a fishing net. It wasn't just that the population stayed static and they just fished once a week and then chilled out for the rest of the time. They just exploded in population and so forth for every technological advancement. And so this got me thinking that actually, if you said to someone, if you took people random times throughout history and said, what's your average level of happiness? I don't think humans on the whole are happier because of technology and the things that actually make our lives better are things like workers' rights. So things that limit the, like, the hours that someone can work you in a week, things that allow you to have annual leave and all these sort of things, not the technology in our lives. Isn't the reason why the technology caused this is because deaths are reduced. It has not, not to do with increase in people having more children. It's the decreased death. There is a certain pain in, involved in people around you dying. So I'm not sure people would be happier, even if people are, there are more people, it's not like, I don't know. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm, no. Something about last time, but yeah, I think the point is wrong though. Anyway, I think this whole like technology causes populations to expand uh, because of resource, whatever. I don't think that's necessarily true because that's not what's really happened, at least in Western society. Like it's not that we've just expanded to try to take up all the resources. Like we have way, like in the countries that we are in, we have way more than enough resources. And this like lack of equality, it doesn't come down to just resource allocation. It comes down to fundamental market failures if we're going to go into economics, which run rampant. But if we're talking about happiness, then you can basically boil it down to money, I think. Yeah, because you could, yeah, modern society, you're basically better off financially than we were 
let's say a hundred years ago. But there, even the people that are even the people that are in the same sort of uh, social strata, so my are yeah. better off. Wait, but the like money and things and like uh, outside influences that aren't people only make you happy up to a certain point. I think it's like, you know, the studies show that like up to $60,000 a year or whatever, but I guess it depends on where you live, but sort of a, a solidly middle-class income up until that point, money makes you happier and then it stops making you happier. Yeah. But I think that we only view the world in that way because we're in the halves of the world as opposed to the halves nots. Whereas $60,000 a year, that puts you in something ridiculous, like more than, higher than the top 1% in the world. Yeah, yeah, but that's a Big Mac theory again. I'm just saying like it, the point isn't that that money, like the point isn't that money doesn't make you happier. Money does make you, ha- so I think it's the other way around. Money, money can keep you from being unhappy in a lot of you're, ways. You're just thinking right? this from money point of view? No, no, um, money money in this case equals resources, equals technology and things like that. These sorts of things can only keep you from unhappiness from in like from a, a couple of sources, right? It can keep you from unhappiness related to poverty and famine and those sorts of things, but it can't bring you fulfillment, but it can allow you to have time to find fulfillment. Yes, I guess. But it can also allow you to find the time to find emptiness. I mean, I think... <sighs> I, I, in some ways, I see what you're saying about the fact that we have ample resources in this country. But with every technological advancement, there have been explosions in populations. With the with with like the advent of farming, there's a big increase in population, and with the advent, you can see certain tools and technologies of being able to write and read and record things that increases population size in, in, re- in regions where it's being invented and the use of animals to do farming and you can see an increase in population size. So there is definitely a, a link between technological advances and population size because you, you otherwise you could say that basically when, if the, when farming is invented, that's a more efficient means of creating food. So then if the population could just stay static and then we can all just have a two-day work week and jobs are good and no, but the, yeah, my but the, so my point is, if it's right that it increases, why does it happen? It probably doesn't mean people decide to have more children. It's because fewer people die too early, so they can have children. To, that's why it's growing, hmm. reduced death, and that. So what we're doing, we're there was the like what was a horrible thing in the past. People just they lost. They had like twenty children and lost fifteen of them. Mm. Yeah, and that is specific. It's a painful thing. Yeah, I'm not sure that was a good thing. Made people happy. People felt horrible. Yeah. So my point that yeah. this new technology thing reduced the deaths, reduced the pain. However, a side effect is that population grows. But I I think putting it on technology, it doesn't really make it all sense because if it was technology that caused this, then surely the past 10, 20 years in Western countries should have seen population explosions, but it's been the opposite. Well, yeah, that's because of contraception. That's that's the big thing. It's not it's contraception that's changed that. And then it's education. No, but not just, so it's, it's education that's changed it much more than, well, contraception is obviously know, I, the tool. I feel like contraception is the key thing. Contraception is a tool, but it like you still see it that education is what correlates with with rates of early pregnancies. So the point is maybe if you increase the quality of life and then increase the versus increasing education. 
the more educated people are, the fewer children, but the better quality of life from having a bad quality of life unrelated to education. Mm. What? <laughs> that was maybe very unclear. <laughs> <laughs> Extremely so. I don't think, I, I think this is, it's all education. It's all education and healthcare. None of it is anything else. And that's, those are the reasons why people, like better healthcare is why people, why populations grow largely because people don't die. I mean, healthcare can be considered technology. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's those sorts of, it's the technology that keeps people from dying and populations probably explode when you solve the infant mortality crisis, which is basically what we've solved largely in the Western world. But then solving the sort of senior senior death thing doesn't really impact the population as much. Uh, and then education curbs the birth, the birth rate. But, but I like people in the past, they just they like cut themselves from the finger, cut their finger and they're dead. Two minutes yeah. later, they die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that but was a thing. So, yeah, but that's that not... was like young people. So it is. In... <laughs> yeah, but the, the infant mortality thing was a bigger contributor to death. Yeah, yeah, of course. Overall. Yeah. That's like once you've solved that one and you do nothing else, your population is going to explode. Yeah. Interesting. Well, ponder it over and see if you can come over to my side and I'll see if I can hop over onto your side. I mean, I do agree with you in certain ways, definitely, but I don't think it, it, it can't be all technological development because then the two decades that we've had have had the most technological development ever. Yeah, but I think in some ways... You're talking about like major developmental milestones. Yeah, exactly. I feel like you're a lot of the things you're talking about are you could take of the last hundred years or two hundred years, whereas I'm talking about over the last few thousand years, which uh, rather than sort of anything recent that we think about, because even you know when they do uh, things about how much money makes you happy and blah blah blah, it's all very relevant to how we live now. Whereas I'm taking a much longer viewpoint of it yeah yeah yeah. i so i think it's analyzing happiness over the course of millennia did my voice break there (laughs) am i finally hitting puberty (laughs) (laughs) Uh, analyzing happiness over the course of millennia i think doesn't work no because it's a totally different game anyway it's like when we have we talked about farm life we have haven't we no not farm life camp life yeah we've talked about camp life Yeah, yeah 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 That, but that's like living a couple thousand years ago is the ultimate camp life in a way where like you don't have the time or the, the freedom to think about all these things and worry about all these things that we currently think about and can worry about because we don't have to worry about food and shelter mm. and medicine. Like we, food, clothes, medicine are solved for us. Yeah. So you focus on the other stuff. Whereas if food, clothes, medicine is the thing that you are faced with every single day, you live an entirely different existence. Yeah. Completely different. I don't know. I feel like in some ways, I feel like your point there almost, I feel supports me more in that people, everyone I know, or when you come across people in day-to-day life, they're all, people are stressed about something and people have lots of things and like, oh, I've got so much going on at the moment. Oh, so I feel like despite the fact that, you know, if, if you could go back however many years and you you were sitting around the fire and you're like, oh, if only we had food, medicine and shelter all sorted, like we'd just be chill. But then now we've got food, medicine, shelter sorted. We're not just chill. We're still stressy little buggers. Yeah. Do you think people at that time knew what that was? 
Do you think well, they would be like, I wish there I was that's medication. That's quite the point I was making. I wish we had antibiotics by now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like they, they would worry about, you know, dying from a fucking insect bite or something. Like a different, a different yeah. existence. So I can, I think that if you go back like that, there, you would be, uh, your unhappiness would be from a different reason. Yeah. You know, you would be yeah. unhappy for yeah. different reasons. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you might be happier. You might not be. Probably not. But you'd be unhappy for a, a totally different reason. Yeah. Potato. No. Anyway, I thought I'd thought I'd share. I don't know if I would live in the future or the past, if we're being honest. Because, uh, you know, there's that whole looking at the past with rose-tinted glasses. Mm. That's a classic. Like, talking about, you know, you think about, like, where would you want to visit if you could visit anywhere? And you think, like, oh, ancient Greece, that would be fucking sick. But, like, chances are it would not be. Chances are you'd be a peasant. Yeah, but then chances I guess, are like, you'd have problems. If, if you were to go to the future, chances are you'd be, like, be a peasant. I mean, the probability yeah. of just randomly turning up today you'd more likely be poor than rich. That's true. But like it's in the future, basically what we're saying is being a peasant, you're less likely to die early and yeah. be yeah, I guess hungry like, all the time. It depends where you're talking about poor. Like poor people in the UK are fat. Yeah, in the Western world, people don't really... I mean, they do go hungry, but it's uh, it's totally it's a totally different landscape than going hungry. Yeah, it's a very different type of poverty. Yeah, it's it's not comparable to a thousand years ago. Or just a different continent, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Or that. Yeah. Incompatible, isn't it? Uh, nice, yeah. happy birthday, boys. Laying it on thick for the birthday. So I was actually, while we were talking about this, I was going to look at the date of our first uh, podcast. Because oh. I don't actually know when it came out. Let's see. Episode one came out. What the fuck? That's not our birthday. <laughs> Actually, well, yeah. I mean, middle it, of June or something. It's our birthday in in two weeks. So it is. Mm. Today's a Tuesday, boys and girls. Oh, that's mm. not so bad. This is coming out on Monday, the twenty fourth. Uh, and then an episode comes out on the thirty first, and our birthday is the first of June. So I guess our 52nd episode will be our birthday episode. Ass. Oh. We damn. were premature. How does, How does that even work? Yeah, what? We missed two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? That's not... This This is a proof that we're living in a simulation. Oh, uh, yeah. I think that's exactly what we've done here. It makes literally no sense. Did I fuck yeah. up the the numbering on this shit? No. All right, hold on. Let's count together. <laughs> 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 6, 7, 8, 9, 30. All right. So far, so good. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 40. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. And this is 50. What the hell, man? And then there, I just don't understand. I mean, I guess there must be. I mean, it must work out, right? I mean, I don't know the Gregorian calendar well enough. Is this the Gregorian calendar? Yeah, right? I don't we, know. Yes. <laughs> what's we, the other one called? That one. <laughs> what's the... I don't remember, but it was in the you have it in Russia, the other. other. Yeah, the old, old calendar. No, but Russia also like changed 
or whatever. The, they have like old style and new style dates. Oh. Julian calendar. There we go. Proposed by Julius yeah. Caesar. And then they just like skip two weeks. Yeah, old style and new style dates. This is interesting. And I only found about found out about this from reading War and Peace. Is this where you found about out about it, Gun? No, I knew about it a long time ago. Whatever. Can you imagine how long it would take me to read War and Peace? Yeah, because it took me honestly I read like sixty something percent of it and then I kinda gave up. I'm sorry, Gun. Yeah, I, I'm I'm in fifty percent now. It's not I wrote, I wrote a whole PhD thesis in between. Yeah. <laughs> it's not unboring at times. No, no, it's it's fine. <laughs> we, it's I think we just said the opposite things. <laughs> we said the same thing. I said it's not unboring. Yeah, okay. There we okay. go. Yeah. Julian calendar and Gregorian calendar. Um you said there was a reason why you were thinking about this, Gideon. The uh procreation. No, the thing is, because we already had this arg- argument where I said, like, procreation and, and pleasure from sex was unrelated things. Oh, so you actually disagree with yourself? No, it fits exactly to it. Raggy? <laughs> My point is that if we would not enjoy sex, we wouldn't procreate. Oh, so you think they are linked? No. They are he thinks things. he thinks that most babies are accidents. Oh, I see. No, yeah, yeah, and then I also think that if we didn't have that, we wouldn't. So the reason why sex. So what the thing is, babies are just the consequence of sex. Mm. It's not the other way around. I'm fairly confident I wasn't an accident. I think I've been told this before. Yeah, right. I mean, sort of globally and cosmically, then. Yeah, yeah, most babies are probably accidents, right? <laughs> yeah, that's my point. That's probably accurate, right? But that just because it is that way doesn't mean that we would go extinct. I mean, yeah, we would at a certain point be like, oh, fuck, we're going extinct. We need to go start doing it. Yeah, but so. there's also, there's plenty of reasons why people would want children, even in places where they would otherwise have been likely to have a lot of accident babies. Like they would still want to continue their lineage or have someone to take care of them in their old age or any number of reasons to have a child. Yeah, but that would still do, like be families would have one child fewer. <laughs> they would people that have, have like one four children. <laughs> I mean, people had like three children and they wouldn't have that accidental fourth one. They would, they would just have those three. Okay, but I mean, that doesn't make you go extinct. It would slowly, over a long time, so a family that would have had one child and a second one by mistake, they would only have one child. Are only children typically worse? Well, is, well I guess a different way to ask this. Is, is there a correlation between having fewer children and your children being, quote-unquote, more successful because you can Ooh. put more resources to, into your child? Uh, so I think, first of all, that only children are severely predisposed to being worse socially. Yes, but there is also the nice thing, which is whenever I meet an only child that's not just a tyrant, then they're instantly they instantly seem amazing in my head because they're not a tyrant. Yeah, but that's not good. Well, no, but it's nice if you're the only child and you've turned out all right, then you get kudos from everyone. I mean, I guess. I think having siblings is fully aware of the fact that 
there's people that are going to be very, very against what I'm saying. I think having siblings is an important part of human development. Mm. But those siblings, caveat, those siblings don't have to be biological siblings insofar as uh, if you had a more close-knit society where, you know, p- children from, have we had this ta- this conversation before? If like, let's say the three of us lived in close proximity to one another and we all had children and those children sort of just like were at each other's houses and if they were at your house, yeah, you I fed you. them. If yeah. they were at my house, I fed them. That sort of shit. That's functionally equivalent to having siblings. That's yeah. the ideal world, really. I th- I am beginning to sort of gravitate towards that as well. I think a sense of community is starting to lack. Hit me up if you want to live in uh, a technical technolo- technology free community <laughs> where we share everything but have nothing. <laughs> Wait, it has to be technology free. You, no, you guys can I'm do saying that. Technology you guys makes can us, do doesn't that. make us any more happy. Okay. I'm out of that. <laughs> I mean, I. As long as I can play online chess uh, and podcast. No, you play chess with another person in the Oh, community. shit, that's even better. That yes, is actually that's even better. It. <laughs> oh, my God, human contact. As long as I can play online chess. God, I'm, that's I- I'm an idiot. That's the point. Oh, God, how did I even do that? <laughs> so I had this discussion with someone the other day. Uh, I can have this talk because this person will never hear about this. So I know someone... Not well at all, but I do like technically know them who grew up in this commune type of thing here in Denmark, where it was like, I don't remember how, like 20 families or something lived there in this like kind of a village, Mm -hmm. kind of a commune, whatever. And then every night, one of the families cooked for everybody. So like you didn't have to cook. Yeah. You like, but you never had to cook except like once every 20th day or something like once yeah yeah once or twice a month you had to cook but you cooked for everybody uh and i thought to myself when i heard this i was like that sounds kind of awesome but none of the people that would ever choose to live there would be the people that i would want to live there with yes this is exactly the problem <laughs> i have as well <laughs> and this is the problem for a lot of things I realized when thinking about it like uh, I have another friend here who does airsoft you know like BB guns out in the woods like yeah. with paintballs and he has this problem where none of the like he enjoys the activity with those people but he can't make friends there because none of those people are the type of people that he'd be friends yeah. with oh. and it was like that when I did kickboxing as well like MMA is not really a place where I can make friends mm. it's hard yeah unless it's very casual and these that's the problem man like me and a couple of mates started going to laser tag uh, <laughs> semi-regularly when I think it was about a year ago now. And we would have the, it was just so much fun. But then sometimes you'd play against the regulars and, you know, they're just exactly the kind of people you'd expect to be playing laser tag regularly. Yeah. And uh, I imagine it's the same. I imagine, you know, they probably play laser tag at the weekends and airsoft during the week you know it's the same it's the same people isn't it yeah and yeah i have the same problem because you don't want to be stuck in a commune with yeah i feel like we we get each other here that's good yeah that's a problem speaking of getting each other uh we have a voicemail oh hello yeah it's been a while yes do you guys want to listen to tit <laughs> do you yes, want to listen yeah. to it <laughs> all right here we go Hey guys, I heard that you needed a voicemail, so I want to know who of you 
is most likely to join a cult? And who of you is most likely to go to prison? And who is most likely to appear on a reality TV show? And lastly, who is most likely to be able to talk themselves out of a speeding ticket or any ticket? And uh, by the way, happy anniversary with the, the podcast. A one-year-old baby. A one-year-old baby indeed. And a banana. Absolutely. Coming through hard on the mic. Yeah, but she also made us sound desperate at the start, so didn't appreciate mm. that. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> Even if we are. So who's most likely to join a cult? It's obviously Monroe, right? Yep. Yeah, I think so. We just, I mean, I think I hadn't listened to this voicemail before we played it. And what we said just before, it, how Monroe wants to live in a little commune. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah, exactly. classic cult material right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't fight that. Not after the arguments I've made this episode. No. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually part Amish now. Mm. Are you saying that's oh. a cult? As long as none of our listeners are Amish, <laughs> yes. I mean, I think by design, they kind of can't be, right? Uh, you need technology to listen to this podcast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. true. Uh, who's most likely to go to prison? Is it me? Uh, it's either me or you. It's not Gucci. It's definitely not Gucci. Yeah, I agree. For a number of reasons, it's not him. I feel like if you go to prison, it's going to be... It's going to be because you lose your shit at someone. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas I feel like if I go to prison, it's probably going to be some random uh, weird thing. Yeah, something if strange was, that you decided to do. Yeah. If I was, it would have been because someone told me to. <laughs> <laughs> you just, you wouldn't go, even if you tried, you'd have a hard time getting into prison, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> if I would do something that would cause that, it would be because of... I remember at school, one of the guys, he when he was 16, he got arrested and taken to jail but there was something about the fact that he was 16 meant they couldn't lock the door so at one point during the night he just walked out <laughs> oh nice yeah so is it who is it um, good? i'm going i think i'll say you probably me yeah okay fine just for losing my shit at someone yeah i think so yeah i could i could see that Unfortunately, you got that that Dennis in you. You know, you're just gonna turn into a psycho and just absolutely lose it. Yeah, I could see that happening. Unfortunately, uh, who's mostly like who's most likely to appear on a reality TV show? That has to be Gucci, doesn't it? Yeah. Why? Why uh, would it be me? No comment. I just think that you would be like it would be one of those where you, it's like my life with Duchenne or something. You know, because I wouldn't be on a reality TV show. Monroe, I'm not. I don't see it happening. That is more like a documentary thing. Yeah, but it's you could make it real, like Keeping Up with the Kardashian style. Yeah, I could. if they offered you enough money, you would do it. Wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, but there's no reason to offer me money for this. Or if they offered me money to film my cult community. Oh shit! You could yeah. get a twofer on this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, then we could get money, and then we'd create a class system and screw it up like everyone else has when they've tried. Oh, do you remember when we went to the? <laughs> This is a good story. Monroe and I went to a festival once, a weird festival, <laughs> a weird one. And it was like a, a super hippie type festival. And Very hippie. And what they decided to do was have a cashless society. So <laughs> this is the most poorly thought out thing in the universe. They <laughs> wanted to have a cashless society and instead have a barter system. But in order to like make it work, they gave everyone, like you could give them money and in return, you got these wooden chips, and you could use the wooden chips for bartering. What is literally money? 
Yeah, so you just got Disney dollars instead of fucking. Yeah. It was uh, it was ridiculous, but yeah, it was that festival was a fucking. It was weird. I hitchhiked home from that festival early. I remember. I somehow got a ride to a hostel to get some sleep because we realized we didn't have a tent. Mm. Uh, I actually ended up so one of the the people that picked me up were from the festival, and looking back at them now, they're exactly the kind of people that you would expect to find in a community, like a communal living. That's actually community. Every single person in that festival was that type of person. And I remember just wanting to get out of the car after a while. The, this, the girl just spoke for, no, the guy just spoke for ages, actually, about how he would make his girlfriend orgasm without ever touching her. And just went on about this for a very long time in great detail. Yeah, that festival really proves it to me that I don't want to live in one of these communes because yeah. everyone there was that person and I couldn't really handle it. <laughs> Yeah, agreed. Uh, so who's most who's actually most likely to appear in a reality TV show? Is it Gucci? I don't know because I also think I don't feel that the, for the right TV show. I feel like you could. I feel like I could see you going for it as well. Yeah, seriously. If the, yeah, if there was like train to go to space on the TV show, or okay, you go yeah, for that? I'd go for that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I think we're, I think in the right circumstances, it could be any one of us. Yeah. Mm, so it's a three-way tie. All right. Who's most likely to talk themselves out of a speeding ticket? That's probably Gucci, right? Agreed. Yeah, I guess I could. Yeah. Work on those perks. Work on those perks. <laughs> Absolutely. So you're the cult. I'm prison. He's speeding ticket. And then we had a three by tie for the other one. So that's one and a third for all of us. Yeah, that couldn't have been more even. God damn. Well, how perfect. We're perfect. Maybe she said three so that one person would like have more than the others, but... Saw right through you. That yet. didn't work out, Saw did it? Saw right yeah. through you. Uh, if you have any <laughs> any thoughts on this, you think we're wrong, then just let us know, dear listeners, and we shall play that on the podcast. Uh, do you guys have any skills of the week? Nada. None. Zip. Perfect. Go on, go on. Uh, Bring it. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I have nothing. If you're ever stuck on an island with nothing to drink and you happen to have some tinfoil and two bottles then you can create you don't even need tinfoil actually you just need two bottles or two receptacles that can you can attach together then pee into one and then and this would also work with salt water as well so even if you just got salt water i think this should work pee into one seal the two bottles together but you have to pee only so far as when you put the bottle on its side, no water or pee or whatever would actually fall out. Then seal the two bottles together, lid to lid, end to end, sorry. And then put the other one in the shade. And then the sun will come down and evaporate the water in the exposed bottle. And then it will condense in the cool shaded bottle and you'll have fresh drinking water. Why do you need so little pee? Surely you want more pee. <laughs> you want a full bottle of pee if you can. Yeah, yeah, but if you put the bottles on their side and there's more water so don't in put it, them on their side. Well... Just don't put it on the side. And how are you, how's, the water, how's the water going to collect in the next bottle, though, if it's not on its side? Yeah. I think you're missing some of the, the practical elements of this. <laughs> I feel like pina coladas. That's just how I'm going to get away from this 
because I don't know the answer. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But if you're on a fucking a island, just figure that shit out. Like you'll, you're you're yeah. desperate enough to try a couple permutations of this. <laughs> just I think you should rather use the salt water from the sea instead of your pee. Yeah. Well, I mean, same same thing, right? You just get water off yeah. of them. But I mean, yeah, one of them. One, yeah. one thing is is not. One, one of them is an infinite source, and the other one is very finite. One of them feels like it has a higher corpse ratio than the other. Yeah, you know what I mean. Hmm. Like yeah. The P, the P has a higher corpse ratio in your mind. Yeah. It does. Its corpse to ten thousand liters is very visible in your face. Hmm. Exactly. I mean, that's agreed. Pretty good. It's, you know, simple distillation technique, but it's like notoriously hard to get potable drinking water from salt water. Mm. It's a major problem. Yeah, it is. And don't drink salt water because you're going to die. Yeah, that's <laughs> the real skill of the week. It's going to kill you. <laughs> you're better off drinking your urine, at least for the first couple of days. Yeah, until it gets all real salty. Because there is, there is a maximum concentration of urine which we can produce. And animals that have evolved in hotter, drier climates have a higher maximum concentration of urine they can produce. Mm-hmm. And there's like a minimum uh, volume of pee that you produce a day, regardless of how much you drank. What is it, like 300 milliliters or something? 250 or something of pee? I don't know. I've never heard of this minimum in a hospital setting. I definitely see patients that have a less than that. Derek Scott told us this, that you filter out. Even if you're uh, dehydrating like to death, then you will still pee a little bit. But you shouldn't drink that pee because it's absolutely... Nasty. Yeah, nasty, nasty, nasty pee. <laughs> Someone said something nasty to me today. I was trying to squeeze past a nurse at work, and I said, oh, do you mind if I squeeze past? And she turned around, and she said, you can squeeze anything you want. Oh, my God. That's sexual God. harassment in the workplace. <laughs> the, <laughs> the number of comments I get that could be, that if they were the opposite way around, would be just a sexual harassment case is quite something. You're a handsome guy. You are. Yeah, I mean, most of the time it's not, you know, it's not the people that you'd want. It's the same as the commune problem, you know. Yeah, it's not the people yeah. you'd necessarily want to be saying these things to you that do say them to you. That's, the main source of anything is is just not where you want to get it from. <laughs> yeah. It's like the people you want to see in an or- orgy are not the people that will be there. No, yeah, never. you're never going to go to... A random swingers party and just find every, everything you ever wanted there, are you? <laughs> no. The, I guess that's the lesson of the week is whatever like whatever it is that you want, you're not going to find it in the place that, that advertises it. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> uh, Cooch, do you have any parting words? Wait, yes. I might, before you say that, I might have parting words of my own. Oh. So sorry. Give What's me a that? second. Give me a... F- freaking second if you expect something in return for being a nice person you aren't a nice person oh my god and he says he suggests this as a topic of the podcast maybe we should cut this and talk about this next week yeah let's do that because that i mean although we're all gonna be we're all cynics so we're all gonna have the same opinion but it's a good Mm. it's a good uh what's it called we'll talk about it next week actually should we just leave that in and tease it for next week Mm. that's what we're gonna talk about next week Mm. Very good. On our okay. actual birthday. All right, Gucci, do you have any parting words? Not now. Okay. Oh. Listen, listen, listen. 
Doubt kills more dreams than failure ever will. Ooh. Deep. That deep. is deep. Deep Pak Chopra. Yeah. Deep. I like it. Very deep. And <laughs> be, be, be kind. <laughs> oh my God, don't die. Uh, there's another place that, that owes us fucking royalties. Uh, friend of the show, Leo Gundel, right, sent me a picture from the London Underground where they had a sign that said, be kind. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah, but they owe us money now. Yeah, yeah, that's true. We made that up. Copyright happy birthday. That. We can definitely copyright Be Kind. Absolutely. Fucking hell. Get on that. You're closest to London out of all of us. Or we can just choose to view that as our first advertisement. Yeah, yeah it is. The This podcast brought to you by Transport for London. Yeah. All right. Uh, Monroe, do you have any parting words? Thanks, Anna Banana, for, uh, your, podca- for your podcast, for your <laughs> voicemail. If you got any other voicemails, send them to callingmonroe at gmail.com mm-hmm. or just send them directly to us. Or Instagram at Colin Monroe. Colin Monroe, that's the one. <laughs> uh, yeah, do those things that he's already said. Uh, enjoy this birthday week because next podcast we're going to say happy birthday to ourselves again. So just, Yay. just celebrate our birthday for an entire calendar week and send us Loads of presents, yes. uh, and keep on trucking. Don't squeeze whatever you want, folks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bye bye, <laughs> bye bye. You're not even gonna say bye. I like that. I feel like I already said bye. Bye. Goodbye, folks. <laughs> You're feeling low. In need of a grow. There's one thing that makes your heart start to glow. Calling Monroe. Calling Monroe. Calling Monroe. Calling Monroe. I'm calling.